Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. The title was, Do You Have the Goods? Because as a believer, we all have the Holy Spirit, but uh, there is a power that comes with being filled with the Holy Spirit that comes upon you. And we know that the, um, Jody, she'll, she'll put your name in. Uh, she can do it from the back and override the email. So she'll make sure your name, your name is in it. Okay, Maddie? Already did. Maddie says, I'm on it. I got a thumbs up from the back. <laughs> Madeline's 13 and runs the entire show. Um, but being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit is a game changer. That's the goods. It's a game changer. So we've got Christians walking around that have the Holy Spirit within them. But it's almost like, you know, if we don't, we could sit in a car, right? We use the analogy of, of gas and, and this and that for other things we teach in the Bible. But if we just sit in the car and we don't take the key to the ignition or... Some, some people will point out there's no keys anymore for some car. But if we don't have the key with us and we're not pushing the button, we're not turning the key to activate the car, to get the engine running so we have the power to drive it. So the engine is the power to go, to go forward, to get us where we need to get to. Then we're not truly operating at the level that Christ intended for us to operate. Right. All right. So in James 1, 22 through 23 and 25, it says, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free and if you do what it says. So there's going to have to be um, uh, an action taken here on our part, because there's things that we are praying for. There's breakthroughs that we're believing for that we haven't seen yet. There's uh, family members we're calling in by the name of Jesus. There's finances. If there's, if there's um, all different uh, things that we are, are dealing with, but we need the power to break through it. It's just like, okay, here's a wall and you have a little fly. <laughs> just has no power. <laughs> it's a lot of Christians nowadays just hitting the wall and they're hurting their head and they're getting frustrated and they're weak and they're not even like chipping the paint, okay? But then you take a bulldozer and you just are like crank that bad boy up and, and it's pushing through. So the Holy Spirit inside of you is that power. It is that bulldozer. It is the, the, what you're gonna get to, to see the results. I don't want just I'm saved, I'm good, my ticket is into heaven. No, I'm that person that's like, listen, I'm gonna make the most out of everything while I'm living here on earth. What does God say I can have? Who does he say I can be? What is my purpose? What is my promise? What are my promises? You know, that's, that's how we have to get it. If you guys watch this morning's broadcast, it's getting that Holy Ghost backbone. But that is when we're filled with the Holy Spirit and we're operating at the power level, right? You see when like a battery gets charged, 
sometimes it's like those colors and it goes up, 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 up. But that's what it's like. We know the initial evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit and going to operate in that power is we can see it come upon somebody. There are stories all throughout Acts. We can see it come upon. Initial evidence is speaking in tongues. Then we go through stories. Okay, so when you're, when you're operating in the power of the Holy Spirit, there's things we can do now. We're healing the sick. We're winning souls. We're living holy, right? So it, it gives us a whole different lifestyle when you operate by the power of the Holy Ghost. And that's why I tell everybody, like, we must be filled. We must have it as an evidence so others see it in our lives and it operates in our lives. It is a priority. It is a must that we put the key in and we turn it. Because the car is the Holy Spirit. But to activate the power of the car, we got to turn it. We got to take action. We got to move forward. Okay? So it says, um, into the perfect law that sets you free. And if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. So one, we got to set some spiritual goals. We got to, we have to force ourselves, ladies. We got to force ourselves. Well, men, if Alex is still watching, then Michael. Um, we have to force ourselves to go higher in the things of God build our faith. Let's start taking faith action steps to build our faith. Faith isn't going to be, faith is going to be wonderful because it's going to give us the great things that God has for us, right? We live at a higher level, but it's, it's going to make us uncomfortable. It's going to make our flesh squirmy and that's okay. Because we need our spirit man to rise up. We need our spirit man to be bigger. We need to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. We need to, he's only going to lead us and guide us into all, can't hear you, truth. He's going to lead us, hey Erica, and guide us into all truth. Not 90%, not sometimes the Holy Spirit gets a little confused. Not uh, the Holy Spirit sometime, you know, mm, he's a little unsure. He's like, hold on, let me check with, with um, God the Father. Uh, let, let me see. I'm not really sure. I'll get back with you. No, the Holy Spirit is rapid fire answers, rapid fire uh, letting us know what's going on, rapid fire directions. And now when he gives it to us, then we have to make the decision to step out in faith and to, and to do it. There are going to be things this year. If we're believing and we're confessing a year of transformation, there are going to be some serious faith steps. This is our chance to apply what we've heard. It says hearing is not enough. Okay. We also have to do what the word of God says. Hearing brings faith. Faith is action. Now we're going to apply the action, right? Hearing. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the what? Word of God. Okay, now James tells us that we are to be hearers of the word, but also doers of the word. That's when the blessing, that's when the breakthrough comes. That's when we can operate in the boldness of the Holy Spirit. We're going to do it. We're going to do what God has told us, no matter what it makes us feel like, no matter what 
uncertainty, that's the whole thing. Like this whole like word of uncertainty, it, you have to be careful with that because faith is certain. You know, faith is like, uh, it's not telling us, like I told you, the Holy, Holy Spirit's not uncertain. The Holy Spirit's not like, well, I, it, I think if you do this, I think if you go here, I think if you give this, no. Holy Spirit is certain in, in, his, in his directions. He's certain in telling you what's going to benefit your life. Um, so we're supposed to be uh, doers, not just hearers. And like I said at the beginning, we're going to be setting spiritual goals. What is stuff that you can start writing down starting this weekend that would be spiritual goals? Okay, I... I, I've, I've gotten to the point, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, you know, f- for people to think about, not necessarily just talking about me. I'm saying, like, you have to say, like, well, maybe I've gotten to the point where I just don't feel my giving anymore. I don't feel it. I don't feel it leave. And, and um, Ted's uncle, Pastor Terry, made a good point a long time ago during offering. He said, if you don't feel it leave, you won't feel it return. So think about it. I need to set some spiritual goals. I need to set some giving goals. This year, what's something you would like to give as a one-time seed? This year, what is something you would like to do as giving? You know what I'm saying? We have to set spiritual goals. Okay, what about our faith? You know, there's going to be something you're going to have to push through. Maybe it starts with, now listen, I'm not someone who's telling you not to take medicine and stuff. I'll give you an example here for headaches or migraines or things like this. What if you decided instead of going to the medicine cabinet, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore maybe, or under your sink, um, and stop grabbing, uh, you know, Tylenol, this and that, and start saying, listen, this headache sucks. <laughs> this migraine is taking me out. But I'm going to listen to the word of God. Put something on. Go into, Ted, I thought you were at lunch. Um, Go to the word of God as your medicine cabinet and try it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just encouraging you. You got a fever. You got this. Your kids are sick. You're, you're going through this in your household. You, you're, you can't stop getting the flu. We can't stop getting the cold. Let's push ourselves Further, let's say, listen, what I would normally do is this. I'm going to try, I'm going to try something different. That's how you go higher in your levels of faith is not doing what you would normally do. You push yourself to go higher. You push yourself past what you normally do and, and, and do what the word of God says. You know, there's people that are like, I have, I have this OCD. I have this, I, I, I can't stop washing my hands or I can't stop thinking about this or, you know, it's a real thing. So I'm not mocking it. I'm saying like it, it's, it's a real thing that people have and live in this bondage of I have to do this so many times and I, I have to be like this and I feel like this. And my one thing is, is like, let's do something different. What would you normally do in this situation? Let's do something different. That's how we get our faith pushed into the next level. That's how we can go higher. This, you know, this is what I would normally give. This is what uh, I'm, you know, I've gotten into this habit where uh, I give this amount every month. You know, there's, there's v- plenty of Victory Tribe people watching. And I'm not taking an offering. I'm just saying I do this with ministries that I, I do. After a while, you even forget. If you're forgetting 
what you've signed up for, at that point, it's no big deal to you anymore. So let's, let's recheck. Let's check and see. What's going to now push my faith? Okay, I was giving, um, uh, I was giving $50 a month to, a, to someone, to a ministry. Okay, you get, you get to the point where, yeah, you remember that 50. It's budgeted in. I remember that 50. I remember that $50 going out. Okay, well, what's going to make you be like, uh, that seed, I'm going to bring that seed to my remembrance again. It's going to be, you know, to do $100 a month to that ministry, that's going to make, that's going to be a thing. Well, then do that. Do that to the point where then you start forgetting about that $100 going out every month. We all have to have spiritual goals. We all have to go back and check because what are goals? Goals are something that you work towards and you accomplish, right? But after you accomplish that goal, what is it that we're supposed to do? You set new ones. You go higher. We do that with stuff like, uh, like the gym for lifting weights. You know, hey, Tony, so good to see you. Um, you know, it, you're, you're, going to, you're going to do bicep curls at 10 pounds. Okay, well, after you do that for so long, it, you start, you're going faster. It's not really painful anymore. It's not really hard. So if you just stay at that all the time, then you're not going to see a change in your body anymore. Your body's used to it. Your body's like, this is no big deal. I've leveled out. Don't spiritually level out. Never get to that point where you spiritually level out. You've got to push yourself harder by making spiritual goals. So now, okay, I'm going to go do 15 pounds. All right, I'm lifting 15 pounds. And you do that until what? Until it gets easy for you. And then you set a new goal. Nobody makes goals in the natural. And then when they complete it, they're like, eh, no, people will make goals and then they complete it. And then, you know, you hear it all the time. Uh, my goal is to take my family on this vacation this year. Everyone makes natural goals. My goal is to run this marathon and they'll do it. They'll train. They'll do everything at it. And, and uh, <laughs> my goal is to do this. My goal. And then you do. Sp- we never check ourselves. We never check our, our inner self and be like, well, what's my spiritual goal? Could I give more? Could I do something to to raise my faith higher? Could I study more in this subject to have a revelation? Maybe I need a revelation on uh, the peace of God. Maybe I need a revelation on uh, taking my thoughts captive. Maybe I need a revelation on, you know, on joy, on giving, on healing and push yourself. Well, this is my spiritual goal. I'm going to take these two months and this is what I'm going to find out about it. Things like that. Let's set spiritual goals for ourselves. All right. Um, you have to know what you are to activate who you are. And so when the Holy Spirit is inside of you, and now we're going to have the Holy Spirit come upon us here. Now we're speaking in tongues and now we're going to operate at a different level. That power is going to be coming outside of us. It says you have, I wrote down, you have to know what you are to activate who you are. And I love it because we should know that our Jesus is, you know, the line of the tribe of Judah. So we should have a backbone like a lion roaring around inside of us, not taking the devil's crap, not messing with, you know, 
letting the devil mess with our family, mess with our finances, our mind, our body. We're not, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to deal with that. That's not our portion in Jesus name. That's not our story. I don't care what anyone else has gone through, what anyone else has to deal with. It's not my story in the name of Jesus. And you have to say that. You have to remind yourself. You have to remind yourself. So we have that lion's anointing inside of us. Um, we ha- don't speak against God's greatest creation. That's humans. That's us. He doesn't make mistakes. We don't need to speak against it. We have a chance to better ourselves. He's given us every thing available for us to be the best version that he created us to be. Right? That's right, Erica. You have, if you want, you got to write that, remind yourself, you have to know what you are to activate who you are. And I am a royal priesthood. I am a child of God. I am a woman of strength that knows her promises. I am a man of strength that knows his promises. I stand on a firm foundation. I walk in divine healing. I walk in prosperity. I walk in joy. I have control over my thoughts. I tell my body to line up with the word of God. These are things that, you know, need to flow out of you. You need to know your identity in Christ. You need to walk in your identity in Christ. And we do that with activating the Holy Spirit that is the power that is inside of us. All right. There are people filled with the Holy Spirit and don't operate in the power. You guys know that there are people all around. I I meet Christians all the time that do not operate. Now they have the Holy Spirit inside of them, but they obviously have not activated it. And it's sad to see it. It's sad to see Christians that are filled with the Holy Spirit and not operating at power and not operating at the full battery charge like I talked about to do what God's asked them to do, to do what God's commanded them to do. You know, you hear you hear Ted and I talk all the time and we say what? What he commands, he empowers us to do. But there's so many people that are sitting in that car, like I talked about at the beginning, in a hot car, they won't turn the key, they won't start the engine to go, they'd rather just sit in there, they'd rather just sit. So there's, there's Christians all the time filled with the Holy Spirit, but they don't operate in the power, they've never activated it. <laughs> I wrote this down last night, I was thinking about it. I used the card this morning, but I wrote down, it's like getting a new credit card in the mail. Or debit card, you know, the bank has sent you a new debit card. Look at it from this point. And there's an activation sticker on the front. Now, if I just set the card down and I have the activation sticker on the front and I just set it on my dresser and walk away, that's it. That card's just going to sit there. I can't use it. I have no power to use it. I can't get my money out of the bank. It's just, it's there. It's on the card. The card has access to my money. But if I don't activate the card, then, then that's it. That's where it ends. And that's where it ends for many believers. That's it. They're saved, boop, and that's it. And I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that for you, and I don't want that for me. So that's why Ted and I go so hard at preaching strength and preaching faith and preaching a requirement to be filled with the Holy Spirit because you need to be at your game. You need to be on your game. You need to be at the highest level because world's only getting darker. World's only getting crazier. And 
we're not going to participate in that foolishness. It's not our story. What their crisis is will never be a crisis for us in Jesus' name. What they're going through, what they're introduced to, will never be what we have to deal with in Jesus' name. All right, there's Christians that still struggle. They're never winning souls. They're never getting anyone healed. They're not living holy. Um, as we know in Acts, those things I just listed are fruit of people that are filled with the Holy Spirit. Tongues is the initial evidence. And then what? Then what did they do when they were filled with the Holy Spirit in Acts? They were performing miracles. They were getting people saved. They were living right. They're preaching the gospel. They're going at it. And it, 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 it produced what? It produced fruit. That's how you know. That's how you know if they're operating at the power of the Holy Spirit. There's a production happening. There's, there's evidence. We know speaking in tongues, yes, but I like what Liz just said. They walked in power. But if you go through all the different stories and acts, there was an evidence that came upon them, right? There was things that were happening. Um, Joshua 1.8, study this book of instruction continually, continually. Go, go after it. Forget just Sundays and Wednesdays. Forget just our prayer night on Tuesday. Great to be a part of and all fuel. But you've got to study this book. This is what has to get into your spirit, man. This is going to be the words popping off the page. Revelation, revelation to you. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate it on it day and night. So you'll be sure to obey everything that's written in it. Only then, only then. So look, after studying and being sure to walk in obedience, only then you will prosper and succeed and all you do. Prosper and succeed in all you do. Um, over in Acts 9, over in Acts 9, this is where Saul is having his, um, you know, he, he's having his moment, the road to Damascus. He's having his conversion. He is so against Christians. He's so against, and this is what the power of the Holy Spirit will do to you. This is something that we need to really implement in our lives and the ones around us that we love so much because it, you know, we're always like wanting people to change and wanting people, but the Holy Spirit is the guide. The Holy Spirit will draw men to the word. So let's pray that the Holy Spirit comes upon them. Let's pray that the ones that are wayward, the Holy Spirit pulling them back in. Because in these different scenarios here in the Bible, like for instance, the one I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out here in Acts 9 with Saul returning into Paul, he had a hatred, a hatred for, for believers, a hatred. But everything changed when the Holy Spirit came upon him. And so I'm, I'm not going to read all of Acts 9 but here we have the Lord saying, um, Saul's my chosen instrument. I, you know, that, that's why it just goes to show you we can't discredit people who we think are the worst out there. 
Don't be judgmental. The Bible says you judge a fellow Christian. They're not living right. They're not doing right. Go and, and tell them. Say, listen, snap out of it. Act right. Giving my Jesus a bad rap. <laughs> Giving him a bad name. Get your act together. Live holy. Stop talking like that. You know, that's okay. But the people who don't know Jesus, we need them to come into the kingdom. We need them saved. We, we don't want them to perish. Okay, so here he looked like the worst possible case. But Jesus said, listen, Saul is my chosen instrument to take the message to the Gentiles, to the kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Okay, over here. It says, um, so Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me so that you might regain your sight and what? Be filled, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Okay. Then if you go down to verse 21 in Acts 9, all who heard were amazed. Isn't this the same man who caused such devastation among Jesus's followers in Jerusalem? They asked, and didn't he come here to arrest them and take them in chains to the leading priests? 22, Saul's preaching became more and more powerful. And the Jews in Damascus couldn't refute his proofs that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. So being filled with the Holy Spirit and operating in that power not only benefits you, but everyone around you. Not only benefits you, but everyone around you. It is proof that Jesus is indeed the Messiah. But look, once he's filled with the Holy Spirit, now he's operating at a greater level. He's activated the card. He's turned on the car. He's got the power. I've given a lot of examples so you can see it. The battery power is charged. So now that he's doing that, look over in Acts 14. I think I wrote it down. Acts 14.10. It says, while they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. So as Paul is preaching, the power of the Holy Spirit is within him being activated, coming out, the anointing of God coming out. And look, looking straight at him, Paul realized he had faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in a loud voice and said, stand up. And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. Look what the activation of the power of the Holy Spirit did. There was fruit. The paralyzed man stood up and walked. So I'm going to say Paul had the goods. <laughs> I'm going to go out and say Paul had the goods. But you know what? You do too. You can operate at that same level and authority. I'm going to go to one more, Acts 16. I'm, I'm just pulling Paul out because I wanted to show you what happened. We saw Paul hated, hated the Christians, hate, hated, you know, anything about Jesus. Filled with the Holy Spirit, 
became a completely different person and now operating in the power, winning souls, uh, healing people. Here in 1618, it says, uh, this is Paul and Silas, now they're in prison. Uh, these men are servants of the Most High God and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on and on. Um, they're okay, I'll, go, I'll back up so you guys can see the, the context of it. Verse 16. One day as we were going to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had the spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She's filled with a demonic spirit. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the most high God. That's my fortune teller voice. And they have come to tell you how to be saved because I guarantee you she said it in a very mocking tone just like that, right? In verse 18, Liz said feisty goods. <laughs> this went on day after day. This little annoying voice. Oh, come over. Paul and Silas, they can tell you how to be saved. They know Jesus. I guarantee that little demonic mocking voice. And look, he had enough. You're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. I talked about this earlier in the morning broadcast. Get a backbone. Have enough. Just yell it today. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Get fed up. Start, get, get, get your shoulders squared up, head up. Enough is enough. That little mocking voice. You can't do it. This is stupid. God said that you're supposed to do that. Where, where, where are you going to get the money for that? How is that even going to happen? That looks like you're stepping backwards. You're never going to get healed. Ooh, you think your family members are coming back? Ugh. Don't you just want to smack that face of that voice? <laughs> That's like what it said. Like it said in verse 18, this went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated, so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, he was like, oh, I am so sick of hearing your annoying voice. He said, I command you in the name of Jesus of Christ to come out of her. And instantly that spirit left her. You know what? He couldn't do that if he didn't have the power of the Holy Ghost. And so that is what we're supposed to be operating at. Get exasperated at the enemy. Get exasperated. Eh, your husband's never going to get saved. Eh, your wife's never going to get saved. You're just wasting your time. Your kids are never coming back to the Lord. It's been like 10 years. They're never coming back to the Lord. Enough is enough. Shut up <laughs> and come out in Jesus' name. That's just what it is. Holy Ghost backbone. But it's not going to happen unless you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause you. Listen, we got people out there who don't give a rip what they look like. They don't get, it's clear by the clothes that they buy. Period. I'll leave that for another broadcast. They don't give a rip what they look like. They don't give a rip what they say. So why do we have to be so careful? Oh, I don't, I don't really want to, I don't know. 
That's not really walking in love. Listen, you know what walking in love is? Making sure they do, their lives are not destroyed and making sure they don't go to hell. It's just people have done it. Christians have done it wrong for so long. And, and, and it's, you know, they, the things they say, they get mad. We're not warring against natural things. We're warring against things in the spirit. So you got to be suited up for a spiritual battle. But instead, the Christians approach it wrong and then they say stupid stuff and they act stupid ways in the name of Jesus. And then that, then that's it. Then, then we all get a bad rap. But we have to understand, I know plenty of people that are fighting a spiritual battle right now and they'll say things to me and they want me to get in my flesh and they want me to get mad and they want me to go after them. But I know what's inside of them. I know what's happening. So it's not going to make me mad. You can cuss me out all day long. You can tell me what I don't know and don't know because I'm not fighting against the natural face that I see. I'm, I'm in a spiritual battle right now and I'm going to win. You better believe it. There's people I'm calling back to the Lord and I'm going to win. But I, I, you have to not let it get to you and offend you that way because you have to understand what the little annoying voice that's trying to mock you and get you mad. Of course, listen, if I could just beat up everybody, <laughs> smack around people and knock sense into them, you don't think I would have done that already? Okay, so that's how just be like Paul. Enough is enough. We're suiting up with the armor of God and we're going after it. But we need the power of the Holy Spirit to do that for a breakthrough. We're going somewhere, people. We are going somewhere. And we're going somewhere with force. And we're going to need to be strong. And we're going to have to do it in the might, the might of God, the mighty power of God. We've got to have that might on us. Um, okay, so ending with this. Um, oh, I just, I just read that verse, Joshua 1.8. Uh, we don't just listen to God's word. We must do what it says. Otherwise, we know this verse, we're only fooling ourselves. If you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in the mirror. Faith is an action word. It comes by hearing, like I said earlier. But acting on the hearing shows faith and operation. Believing, speaking, taking steps. Believing, speaking, taking steps. And activating that power with inside of you is what's going to get what you need. It's going to get what you need. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your promises. I thank you that you've given us a rock to stand on. I thank you that you've given us life's manual. We don't have to wander around this world being in a spirit of confusion. I break that off of people's minds in the name of Jesus. We're not taking the devil's mess anymore. We're not taking his lies. We're not taking his, his stupid little mocking voice anymore. We say enough is enough. We're calling our husbands into Jesus, our wives into Jesus, our children into Jesus, our family into Jesus. Hallelujah. Our finances are lining up with the word of God. Our bodies are lining up with the word of God. Our thoughts are lining up with the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've given to us. The Holy Spirit, the power, 
the power, Lord. I ask anyone who's listening to this now or on the replay, if they're asking, Lord, they're saying, Lord, I want to be filled with the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. I want to be baptized in the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. Take a minute right now, lift your hands and ask the Lord. So, you know, sometimes we get into services and we'll go forward for that and somebody will lay their hands on them and, and then that's it. Oh, I didn't get it. But he's not going to force your mouth open with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You have to do it. It's going to sound funny to your natural ears. But anytime I'm praying for somebody, I'm like, listen, you got to come out with something. Even if it's one thing, then you'll add to it. But you've got to activate it. We've given you the, 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 here's the Holy Spirit. Now you have to activate it. Just a few times I've seen people lay hands, hands on them and then instantly. But if not, you can't just go away. Well, I didn't get it. No. When someone lays hands on you or right now, nobody has to lay hands on you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Put your hands up in the air and say, Lord, I want to be filled with this power that Carolyn is talking about. I want to be filled with this mighty breakthrough anointing and then start speaking out of your mouth. He will supply everything you ask for. He's a good father and wants to give you these things. So all we have to do is ask. And you go, Robo Shanda Ki, Reba Sata Ka Robo Shanda Ki, Raba Si, Koreba Basandara Ka Robo Shataki. And Lord, I'm asking to fill men and women who are listening to this broadcast now on the replay, they're asking for that power. They're asking for that activation. Lord, fill their mouth with tongues. Fill their mouth with heavenly language in the mighty name of Jesus, that their lives may live in power and in breakthrough and at a higher and a greater level. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen and amen. Amen. You guys are in agreement and you know what? And that's it. Just every day, speak something. It might sound the same. It might sound funny. You know, we don't go by those things. We don't go by how we feel. We don't go by what we hear like that. Well, that, that word sounds funny. Well, that didn't sound right. That's okay. Keep doing it. Your heavenly language will grow. Your heavenly language will get stronger. And it's time. We need more Christians activating the Holy Spirit than ever before. That's how we're going to make it through these times with these stupid crises and lies and this and that and the shortages and all the, the stupid things are telling us. We need to activate that power because people need it from you. People are going to say, listen, I need help. I need help. And you got to be different. You have to be the, the change in this world to help these people. So, uh, Maddie, do you have a name? Are you running it through the thing? Oh, she's typing. So, ladies, I appreciate you, you being with me here again in the afternoon. I've missed you. I love you guys so much. I love spending my time with you. I wish you guys were all sitting uh, in front of me. But um, is, that how you, is that how you write your last name? Okay. So, the winner of... The Lululemon slides that I'm giving away is, so make sure that you are, hey, Carissa, I love you too. I hope you visit soon. Um, love you too, Christina. I'm praying for you, Christina. This is a year of breakthrough for you and a year that you're getting over anything troubling your mind anymore. 
I want you to take this broadcast and I want you to say every day, I'm, I'm a believer. I'm filled with the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. And you know what? You need to speak in tongues every day. Everyone on here should take however long and speak. It's our, it's our most holy faith. It, it stirs us. Uh, that's why I've been making people do it more and more when I'm in meetings because it's a stirring. It's a stirring of strength and a stirring of boldness. But I'm believing this is your year. No more living in an invisible prison. This is your year to be set free and walk in joy and freedom in the name of Jesus. I am standing with you and I am praying for you. 